You are listening to the Sexy Spiritual Love Co. Podcast, and I am your host, Olivia Rose, and this is the place to be if you want guidance and insight on relationships, love, and sex. So without further ado, thank you for being here, and I cannot wait for you to get into today's episode. So today we're going to be talking about why women often attract the wrong types of guys. How do you fix this? What's actually going on behind the scenes that's causing this? And how do we prevent it from happening in the future? So we're going to dig into all of this in today's episode. This is honestly one of my favorite fucking subjects to talk about because I see so many women in Facebook groups specifically that will run in there and post something along the lines of, well, you know, this guy that I'm seeing or this guy that I've been in relationship cheated on me and, you know, now he's not talking to me because I brought it up and I'm sick of like the fighting about it and I'm sick of it happening um, and now they're ignoring me. What do I do? How do I fix it? And I really listened to like that one line that really spoke out to me and it was, how do I fix it? And it bothered me for a lot of reasons. For the first reason that as women, we tend to fight so much harder for relationships to fix them, to repair them, to change the way that men treat us. We spend way too long in the wrong relationships for this reason. And I'm going to get into why we do this. When you don't fully see your value as a woman and what you bring to the table in the relationship, you'll often justify, compromise, and make a lot of fucking excuses for men in your life, for men who are treating you the opposite of the way that you would like to be treated because you are scared, A, to be alone. B, you're scared to start over. You're attached to comfortability. You're attached to what could be. Three, you're focusing on the change and the possibility in how that person could step up instead of finding somebody who's already there. And this comes directly correlated from you not feeling completely secure enough to be like, this isn't cool with me. And something I was talking to a friend about the other day was the fact that how often as women in relationships, we never fucking stick to our word and it makes us less credible. So if you're like, I don't want to be treated this way. I don't like when, you know, men um, blow me off all the time, but then as soon as it happens, you're like, oh, it's fine. He had something come up. Oh, it's okay. Because you know, that's just the way he is. It's literally my word. I hate that fucking saying so much. And when things come up like this, and these are the excuses and justifications that you allow them to give them a pass every single time, your word becomes nothing. Your integrity becomes compromised. What you say that you want becomes the opposite. 
And a lot of the times we don't even realize that we're doing it. I always say to women that if you're attracting the wrong types of men to look at where inside of yourself that you feel either that you're not attractive enough, that you don't believe that you could get somebody better than that type of guy. Where are you making a lot of excuses for men? And what things do you say at the beginning of the relationship that you waver on super easily? Do you waver on things? Do you actually stick to your standards? Or if somebody example cheated on you, would that be enough for you to say, you know what? I don't deserve it. Your tolerance is everything. Your tolerance and how you tolerate people and how you tolerate the men in your life is a direct reflection to what you will receive. And a lot of us are too scared to put our money where our mouth is. We say that we're not going to put up with bullshit. We talk about it online all the time. I'm confident. I'm empowered. Like stand up for what you believe in all this fluffy bullshit. But when it comes down to it in the heat of the moment, you're still sitting there caving and feeling like shit and bawling your eyes out over a man who's not treating you the way that you deserve, but you sit there and you still stay with him, but you pour all your energy into your business. You pour all your energy into other avenues. You pour all your energy into other things, thinking that somehow it's going to be a magic bandaid. And it it's not. The reality is when push comes to shove, are you going to stand up and stick up for your standards? Nobody is going to do it for you. And the more that you keep compromising what you actually want, the more that you start flexing and wavering on your boundaries, the more that you do this, of course, you're going to keep attracting the same types of guys. It actually blows my fucking mind how much that we say we want this, but we'll settle for 10% of that. We want a lot of these qualities. We want a man who is ambitious, blah, blah, blah. But then when that man actually comes to us, we either sabotage it or we go for somebody that's more comfortable. So the biggest reason why women, I notice a lot of the time, will attract the wrong guys is because they settle for what they know, not what they don't know. So when you settle for men that have the same qualities that every single one of your boyfriends previously has had, and maybe a few different ones that are standout-ish, I want you to look at your pattern in the people you choose in your life. What is similar about all of those people? I had a really hard time doing this in my life because I would say, oh, they're not as similar or they're different or they're not anything like so-and-so. But a lot of the times, just by nature, we pick by default what we're comfortable with, what we know. So if the first person in your life was your dad, a lot of the times we pick people that are similar to the people that we're directly influenced around. And over time, Once we start building our self-esteem, feeling more confident, going after what we want, not feeling so scared of if we're going to have it or not, trusting and surrendering that that person is going to walk into our life, we stop clinging on as much as we used to, and we start attracting a higher caliber of man. But that comes with time and insight and perspective. When there is no insight and perspective, you're going to attract the same types of guys. It's like when I see single women 
being like, why am I attracting this type of guy? Why is he coming my way? And what I noticed is that guy has maybe sent them a few texts. Hey, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. And then mid sentence, it's like, Oh, you know, I can't wait to see you like naked with your clothes off or can't wait to like make out or touch your body later. And they're testing and like pushing the boundaries. And this is an important part to see how women respond. And a lot of women will say, well, no, like that's not something I do. And then they'll, the men will immediately turn around and be like, Oh, okay you know, I didn't really mean that to try and make up for that. But if you truly had value in yourself, you would not even fucking entertain the conversation past that. You would require a higher standard of conversation, intelligence, ambition. And we're taught a lot of the times that the more that you seek in somebody, the more selfish you are. And it's actually the opposite. The more that you seek in somebody, the more that you actually value yourself, the more that you stick to your standards and you say, I want this and only this. You're not worried about fucking time. You're not worried about your biological clock, which I think is the most annoying excuse ever for single women. You're not worried about any of these things. You're worried about how can I feel my most confident, my most best, so that when I show up in the presence of these men, these men feel me. They feel my fucking presence. They feel me here. And that is one of the most potent, most important lessons I could ever share with you. If you do not feel your own presence as powerful, your own value as enough, your own presence as enough to be in, then how do you expect anybody else to do that? When you date for the wrong reasons, when you're with somebody for the wrong reasons, and you're saying to yourself, well, I'm going to date this person or I'll be with this person, but I actually don't feel that great about myself. And it's not like you have these conversations with yourself. It's just something you do. I'm shedding a light on it. I'm shining the spotlight on where your fucking blinders are. And most of the time we do this, we get into the relationship for connection because we want to feel close. But once we have that relationship, what do you do to maintain it? How do you protect your honor? How do you protect your values? When is it, if the relationship isn't what you needed, are you strong enough to walk away? And I want to talk a little bit about that right now, about walking away. I feel like this is one of the, I want to have a talk with you as if I'm sitting down across from you, you know, you're sitting here contemplating your relationship and I really want to have this talk with you. I want you to envision that I'm literally across the table from you and you're sitting there and you're tired and you're emotionally exhausted, but you don't feel strong enough to, to take, to leave, to leave something that you know that there's something better. I want to tell you that the biggest lesson that I ever learned in my life was We don't leave things. We don't let go because we're scared of what's out there. We're scared that the next guy is going to somehow be worse than the men that we have. We're scared that the next guy, we won't be able to have the same level of connection, the same level of love, the same level of comfortability. We're scared that the next person around the corner that we don't know might be worse than the person we have now. And... I want to tell you something to me. What's scarier isn't the person that I can't see the person that I track next. The scarier thing to me 
is sitting here with you at this table a year from now, having the same conversation and you being even more miserable, you're even more exhausted and you're still sitting there like your soul is slowly dying inside because you're too fucking scared to leave. That to me is scarier. And often we don't have these like tough love talks with ourselves. And I'm telling you, I've fucking been there and it's hard and it sucks. And I won't tell you that it'll be easy, but you will feel a level of relief. You will feel a level of certainty at some point after that it gets better, that there are better quality people out there for you, that you don't have to settle for a relationship that isn't what you want, that you strive for more when it isn't feeling right, that you don't stay in something when it doesn't feel good all the time. And I feel like I need to share this with you because too many of us are spending way too long with the wrong people, trying to fix it, trying to do damage control, when really you're not the one who should be fixing things. If you are a woman and you have a habit of fixing men in relationships, there's a part of you that feels like men are projects, that men, that you can magically be the woman that somehow saves and changes them. And I can tell you this. You are not there for another man's healing. You want to be with a healed man. You don't want to be with a man who is so fucking unhealed that they don't even know where to start, that they don't even know how to process their own emotions because you will be in charge and feel responsible to help them through that journey. And all of us have healing to do. I get that. But when you're so focused on the other person and being that person's source of light in their life, being that person's source of healing, being that person's source of soothing, you put a lot of responsibility on yourself. And when you put responsibility to that degree on yourself, you struggle. You feel like you're not getting what you need. You feel like they just don't understand. You feel like they don't treat you the way that you deserve to be treated. And I always say that men, especially in the beginning, will show you everything that you need to know about them just from the very beginning stages. And what I mean by that is in the very beginning, men will show you exactly who they are. And if they show you that they're confused and they dip out easily in the beginning, chances are they're going to be just as confused and not know how to fully commit if they have scattered and just ghosted in the beginning. It's not going to change. If you notice that a man doesn't honor your time, blows you off, doesn't really care, only asks you on late night dates, you know, an hour before it happens, you can try and justify that you love spontaneity, but that person ultimately doesn't value your time. And he's not going to value your time down the road. If you're with a man who only talks about himself and never listens to you, chances are he's not going to change that down the road. It's not going to magically fix itself 10 years down the road. It's going to amplify. So what you see in the beginning amplifies even more throughout the relationship. So be mindful of the things that you see in your relationship as clues as to what 
can potentially change and what will never change. And I want to kind of end this with telling you that as a woman, when you, you, what you really need to be focusing your energy on is not how you can fix things with guys, not how you can do all these things to prove it to them, to impress them, to somehow like repair your relationship, be the most desirable, be the most attractive, start doing shit for fucking you. Nobody else but you. Start doing more things that you're excited about. Start living your life according to how you would if you didn't have a relationship. And I'm not saying go out on the town and act like you're single. I am saying if you have given up things because you're in a relationship, because you only want to spend time with that person, and you've given up friends and passions and things that you've genuinely loved, start fucking picking that shit back up. Start surrounding yourself with more than just your relationship, with more than just sitting in bed or watching TV every single night. Live your fucking life a little outside of your relationship and your man. And if you don't feel your value, you'll start to cave a lot more. You'll notice that your man will stop trying as much for you, that he won't go out of his way as much anymore. The more insecure that you feel, that vibe is repellent. But a lot of the time, we don't choose to fix our vibe for ourselves. We continue on with the same tattered, broken baggage into this relationship that will bring into the next or bring it into the next 10 years. And if you don't choose to make a decision to fix that now, if you don't feel any better about yourself, you're going to rely harder on men to make you feel a certain type of way. It's not anybody's responsibility to make you feel good about you. So if you are somebody who attracts the wrong guys, who struggles with their value, who struggles with their self-esteem, Start doing things that feel 100% fuck yes for you in your life. Literally ask yourself, write a fucking list. I'm not a fan of lists, but I definitely encourage this for this specifically. Write a list of what feels like a fuck yes in my life that lights me up, that excites me. What doesn't? What friendships feel like this? What relationships feel like this? What activities make me feel like this? Do more of that. Spend more times with those people and people who are the fuck no need to get the fuck out. So again, this is Olivia, your host on this week's podcast. And thank you so, so much for joining me. And I also want to do a little announcement. If you are somebody, a single woman who struggle with feeling like you're bringing all your baggage into current relationships, you're struggling with attracting the right guys for you. You want a certain version of a relationship, but you just don't know how to get there. I encourage you to reach out to me and apply for my 30 day one-on-one challenge healed as fuck. So basically in this program and in this challenge, I'm going to be holding your ass accountable for 30 days to do something every single day. That's going to shift you into the more confident, high value woman that feels to her core that she can attract the man that she wants to banish her insecurities and to feel like she no longer 
has to settle for half-assed relationships and half-assed men. So if you're interested in that, shoot me a private message and I will get you all the details. Thank you again so much for joining me. This is the Sexy Spiritual Love Co-Podcast and I'm your host, Olivia Rose and have an incredible, incredible day, my loves.